Welcome back to another day of reading in God's Word. Today is day four, and it's June 5th. And today we'll be reading from Genesis chapter 8, verse 1 through chapter 10, verse 32. Matthew 4, verse 12 through 25. Psalm 4, 1 through 8. And Proverbs 1, verses 20 and 23. I hope you are enjoying these. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with today's reading. Genesis 8, verse 1. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth, and the floodwaters began to rescind. The underground waters stopped flowing, and the torrential rain from the sky were stopped, so the floodwaters gradually rescinded from the earth. After 150 days exactly, five months from the time the flood began, the, bo- the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, another mountain peaks became visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the floodwaters on the earth had dried up. He also released a dove to see if the water had rescinded and it could find dry ground. But the dove could find no place to land because the water still covered the the ground. So it returned to the boat and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in his beak. Then Noah knew the floodwaters were almost gone. He waited another seven days and then released the dove again. This time it didn't come back. Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, Ten and a half months after the flood began, the floodwaters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, Leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife, and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, livestock, and all the small animals that scurry along the ground, so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah, his wife, and sons, and their wives left the boat, and all of the large and small animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice. And said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think of or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood. I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest 
cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth, all the animals of the earth, all the birds of the sky, all the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the fish and sea will look on you with fear and terror. I have placed them in your power. I have I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetable. But you must never eat any meat that still has the lifeblood in it. And I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. And anyone who murders a fellow human must die. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. Now be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. Then God told Noah and his sons, I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants and with all the animals that were on the boat with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, every living creature on earth. Yes, I am confirming my covenant with you. Never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures. Never again will a flood destroy the earth. Then God said, I'm giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all living creatures. For all generations to come, I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will appear in the clouds, and I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. Never again will the floodwaters destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. Then God said to Noah, Yes, this rainbow is the sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on earth. The sons of Noah, who came out of the boat with their father, were Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. From these three sons of Noah came all the people who now populate the earth. After the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground, and he planted a vineyard. One day he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Then Shem and Jepheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way so they were not so they would not see him naked. When Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. My Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. Then Noah said, May the Lord, the God of Shem, be blessed, and may Canaan be his servant. May God expand the territory of Jepheth. May Jepheth share the prosperity of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. Noah lived another 350 years after the great flood. 
He lived 950 years and then he died. This is the account of the families of Shem, Ham, and Jepheth, the three sons of Noah. Many children were born to them after the great flood. The descendants of Jepheth were Gomer, Mago, Madi, Javan, Jubala, Mesich, and Tyrus. The descendants of Gomer were Ashenek, Jepheth, and Tagomorah. The descendants of Javan was Elish, Tarish, Kitham, and Jonam. Their descendants became the seafaring peoples that spread out to the various lands, each identified by its own language, clan, and national identity. The descendants of Ham were Cush, Mazara, Put, and Canaan. The descendants of Cush were Seba, Hevaliah, Sabbath, Rahim, and Sabbatic. The descendants of Rahim were Shabbath, Ashaba, and Dedan. Cush was also the descendants of Namrod, who was the first heroic warrior on earth. Since he was the greatest hunter in the world, his name became Prevable. People would say this man is like Nimrod, the greatest hunter in the world. He built his kingdom in the land of Babylon, Babylonia, with the cities of Babylon, Ekrich, Akkad, and Kalim. From there, he expanded the territory to Asra, building the cities of Nineveh, Ribahad, Kalah, and Racine the great city located between Nineveh and Kali. Mizra was the ancestor of the Lust- Lustalites and Anamites, Lehabitites, Nepalites, Pathrites, Cashlites, and the Capronites, from whom the Philistines came. Canaan's oldest son, was Sidon, the ancestors of the Sidons, Canaan was also the ancestors of the Hattites, Jebites, Amorites, Jigites, Havites, Archites, Sinites, Arvites, the Zemanites, and Hamathites. The Canaanite clan eventually spread out and the territory of Canaan expanded from Sidon in the north to Gerir and Gaza in the south and east as far as Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zebada near Lasha. These were the descendants of Ham, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. Sons were also born to Sham, the older brother of Jepheth. Sham was the ancestor of all the descendants of Eber. The descendants of Sham were Alam, Ashur, Arpax, Lod, and Arm. The descendants of Arm were Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arpax was the father of Shelah, 
and Shelah was the father of Eba. Eber had two sons. The first was named Plague, which means division. For during his lifetime, the people of the world were divided in two different language groups. His brother's name was Jokthan. Jokthan was the ancestor of Almudad, Shilep, Hazarmuth, Jer, Hadram, Yazil, Dikla, Abal, Abla, Shebei, Omor, Havla, and Jobab. All these were descendants of Joktan. The territory they occupied expanded from Mesha all the way to Sheper in the eastern mountains. This, these were the descendants of Shem, identified by clan, language, territory, and national identity. These are the clans that descended from Noah's sons, arranged by national or nation according to their lines of descendant. All the nations of the earth descended from these clans after the great flood. Now, Matthew 4, 12-25 When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judah and returned to Galilee. He went first to Nazareth, then left there and moved to Capernaum, beside the Sea of Galilee, in the region of Zebulun and Nap- Napatum. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. In the land of Zebulun and Napatum, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River in Galilee, where so many Gentiles lived, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death cast its shadow, a light has shined. From then on, Jesus began to preach, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the river, a net into the water, for they fished for a, for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father, Zebedee, repairing their nets. And he called to them, too. They immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began to him all who were sick. And whether their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed, or epileptic, or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee 
the Ten Towers, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from the east of the Jordan River. And now, we will turn to Proverbs, sorry, Psalm, and read chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. Answer me when I call to you, O God who declares me innocent. Free me from my troubles. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people ruin my reputation? How long will you make groundless accusations? How long will you continue your lies? You can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call to him. Don't sin by letting anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Offer sacrifice in the right spirit and trust the Lord. Many people say, who will show us better times? Let your face smile on us, O Lord. You have given me great joy than those who have abundance harvest or grains and new wine in peace i will lay down and sleep for you alone O lord will keep me safe and our last reading for the day is proverbs chapter 1 verse 20 through 23 wisdom shouts in the streets she cries out in public square She calls to the crowd along the main street, to those gathered in the front of the city gate. How long, you simpletons, simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Come and listen to my console. Or counsel, I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. Well, thank you for listening today. I hope this helped you as much as it's helped me. And uh, we will continue reading tomorrow. So thank you. And God bless. <laughs>